You're listening to The Cannabis Hangout, two girls, one bowl, and a podcast that is breaking the stigma of marijuana. My name is Brandon. And my name is Saba. We will be connecting with a community of cannabis enthusiasts by educating people, sharing stories from medical marijuana patients, and interviewing industry leaders while debunking cannabis myths. So we invite you to come roll with us while while we we break break it all down. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of The Cannabis Hangout. I'm Saab. I'm Brandon. Today we're going to be talking to my friend Shahid. This is actually our first time to hang out, but we've actually followed one another for a bit and kept up for a few years. Recently we connected over cannabis and Shahid is also from Pakistan and was born there. So we figured why not have a cultured cannabis conversation. So guys, welcome Shahid to Cannabis Hangout. Welcome. We're so happy to have you here. Um, Before we start, guys, he brought this brown box (laughs) inside and there's some surprises in it, I guess. I don't really know. So I'm just going to let you run with it and tell us about this box, mystery box. Well, it's it's like a gravity bomb, but it's inverted. It's like upside down. So you told us. Oh my God. So you just told us a surprise. (laughs) 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 No, it's not a gravity bomb. Okay, um, so, so we can, we, yeah. Should we open it? Sure, yeah, might as well. Up. Okay, yeah. Saba's it. gonna. So we're smoking Cola Organics. Shout What's the Cola. strain, Saba? It's Crown because y'all know Crown is my favorite. They Crown's just the um, harvested, and they're actually now selling their stuff at our dispensary, Living Leaf. So come see me if you guys are wanting some cola. Yes. Let's see. So is this the? Did you like just get this in the mail? Did I already what? Just get this box in the mail? Yeah. Like and then this is the first time for you to open yeah. it? Ooh, okay. wow. Thank you oh, so thanks much. Thanks for sharing. Yeah, thanks for saving and sharing. <laughs> I this know it's so treat. exciting, like opening stuff you get in the mail. Oh my gosh, I know. That's like the first thing I do is I run home and I'm like, Especially a heavy box with lots of whatever in there. Well, I'm waiting for my friend. He lives in Tulsa. Okay. Boy, his name is Marcus. Shout out. <laughs> Shout out to Marcus. But uh, he's a trainer and so like he couldn't make it. Okay. So, Next time we'll catch you, yeah. Marcus. You're listening. <laughs> Well, maybe I can get it together, you know, yes. figure it out. And then when he comes, I'll be like, yes. this is what you got to do. And- <laughs> I'm hyped. Give him the really rundown. Awesome. Yes. So what is the brand? Like, where is this that you, whatever you got mailed to you? It is glass. S-T-U-N-D-E-N glass. So they're on uh, Instagram. I follow them. Okay. I'm about to go see what's up, student. <clears throat> I waited about... Two and a half months just to get it. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Two and a half months for this? Yeah. Really? Is there a certain reason? Like, huh? Is... No, they're sold out. Oh. Seth Rogen, I guess he. Um, Seth Rogen? He posted it on his Instagram and um, everybody went banana and then some of my friends forwarded it to me. Uh-huh. Oh, like, okay. I know exactly what you're talking about, yeah. Brandon. Have you seen this video? It's I don't know. So fucking cool. Excuse my language. Pull it up. Yeah, right there. And you just oh. flip it upside down and it fills with smoke. Wow. It's so dope. I okay, wish we could show you guys just a Just so you guys can see, the Instagram handle I'm staring at <laughs> is called Bong Bay Clean. So B-O-N-G-B-A-E-C-L-E-A-N. It's Seth Rogen using this piece. <laughs> Super dope. It's really cool. So it's like what? a gravity bong. And so pretty much you light it on one end and then you flip it and the bottom goes to the other end and it fills with smoke just like an OG gravity bong. Yeah. So but it's, it's like just, one of those little timer glasses, kind of like that concept that you flip over. So okay. sick. Oh, wow. Wow. Their packaging is dope, y'all. Yeah, I wish you guys could see a visual of what we're seeing right now. It's wow. so fucking cool. We'll post pictures. Yeah, we, <laughs> we absolutely will post pictures. <laughs> that is so cool. Anyways, you probably have to put it all together too, huh? 
Okay. Yeah, well, you don't have to. You don't. Have yeah, to you do don't have that. to do all that. No, I'm down. If you guys want to smoke out of it, I'm down too. That's okay. Why I it. I'm down. We can. You want to smoke after? After? Yeah. We, do you want? Are you cool with that? I have yeah. a joint until then. Yeah. Brought us one. Yeah. Well, I bought mine too. So I got a shit ton of weed. Oh, perfect. Oh, wow. <laughs> you were so prepared. I know you were. Thank you got you. such a box of goodies. Love that. That's wow. dope. I forgot my edible box. So, oh, um, wow. But I make up with it with the cupcake. Yeah, uh, yeah, you sure did. <laughs> okay, I see you with your purple yeah. swishers. Speaking of cupcakes, he also brought us cupcakes from Dolce. What was it, Brandon? Paradiso? Yeah, Dolce Par- Paradiso. And right, by, uh, right by OCCC off of May. And, um, Talking to the mic. It's bomb. It's owned by brown ladies. It's like us. Just like uh, us. <laughs> and so in Oklahoma City by OCCC, if you are local... We'll let you know how they are. I'm sure they're... They look really bomb. They're in the fridge right now. It opens like this. Oh. Whoa. Oh, wow. Okay, let's... Can we video this? Yeah. Here, hold this. Go for it. I'm gonna... Okay, so to begin, let's just start with the question we always ask everybody. Tell us where your cannabis journey began. Like, when you started using cannabis and... Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And why? (laughs) Well, consistently, it's been a good two and a half years. Okay. Because I got my card two and a half years ago. Okay. Uh, illegally, and I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> I, I grew up in California, but I have seven, uh, six older brother. I'm the seventh. Okay. Oh, wow. And so, like, they never smoke and all that. Well, right. I don't know of it. Yeah. yeah. So you just don't speak of it. Very strict, yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so, like, I know my brother will whoop my ass. I'm sorry, can I curse? Yeah, yeah. you're good. You're good. You're good. Curse, yes. So, yeah, my brother will whoop my ass if I, like, do something that my parent wouldn't approve. Right. You know? And so, like, I have those big brothers, you know, and so they don't play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I wasn't influenced by, you know, drugs and all that, like, growing up. I was more into sports and, <clears throat> you know, praying because we're Muslim and so, mm-hmm. like, we pray five times a day comes out of a, mm-hmm. you know, a day. Yes. And um, I'm not very, you know, religious, but, mm-hmm. like, my parents, you know. I, and I know this be. from, like, Saba, too. Yeah. Like, me growing up with Saba, that's yeah. what I've, I've always, mm-hmm. I've always seen in her home. So, yeah. like, I'm familiar with what you're saying, just so you know. Yeah. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> so, yeah, like, I had strict parents. So, like, but what's crazy is my, my dad and my mom, they smoke hookah, you know, occasionally here yeah. there. My uh-huh. mom. Like, I don't blame them because they do have seven kids, you know, so I'm pretty sure they probably smoke cigarette because of that. Yeah. But I have a feeling, it's just me, mm-hmm. you know, just saying it out loud that I believe my mom smoked weed. Oh, you know? probably. Your <laughs> feeling is probably right. If, if, <laughs> you were, if you're a cannabis user yourself, it's so easy to spot that out, yeah. especially yeah. with family. Because that, and that's funny you said that because my mom always had like a tin can and you know how weed smell? They have yes. That smell. So my mom is... <laughs> Like, every time I come home from school, like, mm-hmm. I can smell it, but I know my mom smokes cigarettes, too, so, like, I don't think too much of it. Yes. But she probably covers always, it up yeah, with the cigarette smell. Cigarette smell or cooking. She's, <laughs> yes. Like, yes. biryani, whatever yes. you want. Uh-huh. Love and that. So, so, I was very scared because... Were you living with them? Yeah, yeah. My okay. Mom, I lived with my mom until she passed away. Okay. So, then after that, I've been on my own. For two years, I was with my brother, me and him, my roommate, and mm-hmm. then that didn't work out. And then he got married and moved on. Right. Yeah. So just occasionally, I used to smoke. Mm-hmm. But two and a half years, I've been like... More heavily. Yeah. More heavily. Love that. So um, <coughs> the, you would say then like two and a half years when you started, that's when like cannabis became more than just getting high 
but more of like a journey for you and your development and just like your health and lifestyle? Yeah. Well, when I lost my mom, I used to be an alcoholic. I ain't gonna okay. Lie. Yeah. And you know, there's a lot of Muslims out there that, you know, would say, oh, you know, alcohol is bad. Slipped down upon Yeah. That. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And for me, I drink, you know, I was. Mm-hmm. I would say I was pretty bad, mm-hmm. but yeah. I wasn't influenced by none of my brothers and stuff, and that's what I was trying to tell you. I came up, like, the right way. Mm-hmm. You know, I got my ass beat when I, you know, fucked yeah. up, mm-hmm. or if I was disrespectful. Like, mm-hmm. we weren't allowed to, like, talk to my mom or my dad in that tone, like, what? You know, yeah. you right. say, yes, sir, yes, ma'am, mm-hmm. you know, and all that. Relatable. As, it, sh- as, as, as it, it should be. be. Yes. Yeah, as, as it should respect. be, you know, and... And then I think there's a quote that said that my mom raised me good. My parents raised me good, but I was bad on my own, you know? Yeah, yeah you ventured out on your yeah. own. Yeah. Experimented. Yeah. So, so, like, alcohol was my get, uh, like my gateway mm-hmm. to get away from, like, depression and all that, what I was I doing. I hear you. Yeah. And then my my boy, my roommate, mm-hmm. who I was going to bring him, but he's with his daughter. He's having a daddy's I daughter love that. day. And so, and, you know, he's not trying to get high and stuff. But yeah, I would have bought him with me, but he's he's the one that introduced me. Well, we were kicking it, and I'm just sitting there. I'm like, man, I'm not too happy, you know. And I just like leak my feeling to him, and right. that's you know, he's like, bro, just hit this, and he goes, just trust me. I know you don't smoke, but try try it. And so I smoke. Next year, you know, I never look back. Love that. That's so cool that, that you really were like cool. inter- like mm-hmm. one of your best friends or yeah. the one who was like, here, like just try this. You trusted them and like little did you know, here you are now, yeah. two and a half years later. Like that was something that was really beneficial to you. Yeah. Like a start of something good. Well, with my one, it's a, it is a confidence booster because I was like not happy. I was depressed. And honestly, there have been moments in my life where I really wanted to take my life. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And in a sense, yeah, I have good people in my corner. That's why mm-hmm. I was, I'm still here, you know? Yeah, yeah. which is so important. Yeah. And I think you know some of my nieces and nephews. Yeah. And like mainly because of them, I feel like I really, you know, need to like change my way. Mm-hmm. So because I you have drinking. little eyes looking at you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So I stopped drinking and just, you know, transitioning into smoking weed. Mm-hmm. I never knew how to roll a blunt. Everything, like now... Should I still don't know how to roll? No, when I like, first started, I would tell Adrian or, you know, whoever that can roll, and be like, yo, can you roll for me? You know? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And because it's so cool and it's just... It's therapeutic, th- kind of, to, to do God, that. I yes. Was just say that. Is that the word you're looking <laughs> like, for? I would sit there and play music. Mm-hmm. Like, I wanted to send you videos, but yeah. like one day... I don't know if you have Snapchat, but I'm going to, like, add you and just send you a video. Because yes. I save them. Because I'll be, like, vibing, just listening to music. And yes, all love that. And so it, it is, in a way, therapeutic. It's, it's like a therapy. It is, and yeah. Just, like, your fingers touching the herb, and you're doing something. You're mm-hmm. about to use it to aid to help your body. And yeah. you know you're about to, like, chill and feel relaxed. Even at, like, for, like, even social settings. Like, do you, yes. if you yeah. ever go out, like, yeah. smoking before, mm-hmm. like, that's what allows you to, like, be social? Yeah, yeah. and, like, or I, calm? to the alcohol point that you said, I'm not a big drinker. So when I go out with my girlfriends and they're wanting to drink, I am so anal and I always have to have my car with me. So I always make sure I'm good to drive because yeah. you will not catch me without my car. Yeah. And so I always will eat, like, um, an edibles to make sure that, one, I can tolerate my drunk friends, and I, I'm in that same headspace, but just my own headspace. But two, it's nice that like I'm in a, I'm in that good headspace to where I'm clear headed, and I can get us home safe if if I need to. Right. Um. And that's just something that I vibe with more. So I get that because it's just there's a certain calmness that cannabis provides. Yeah. That, 
Yeah. Other other substances cannot. And I feel like that's where the myth comes in that cannabis is a gateway drug. Yes. That's it, so much bullshit. Like the fact yeah. that you said that you used alcohol excessively and that you were able yeah. to stop doing that and you transitioned mm-hmm. into cannabis, like that's backwards. It's yeah. yeah. And it's which yeah. is how I mean, that's how it should be though. It, like yeah. cannabis helps you with withdrawal, it yeah. helps you get off of things. And it helps your mental clarity and yeah. that negative space. I find myself like sometimes, I mean, this week has been shit for me. And if I didn't have cannabis, I don't know. Like how um, you would have like coped exactly. with everything. Yeah. yeah. I'm not sure how I would have coped with everything just because there was so much going on. And sometimes it takes for me to smoke, to slow myself down, to process my emotions and be like, all right, Sob, you need to chill the fuck out and yeah. stop being so crazy mm-hmm. and really process what's happening so you can respond in a mature adult way versus just spouting stuff out and being crazy and just like yeah. acting like a child. Being really quick to anger. <laughs> yeah, being very quick to anger. Yeah. So um, transitioning, what's your favorite method to consume and why? You do a little bit of everything, maybe. Yeah. yeah. It's a tough question, I know. But what's your go to? Like, if when you go to the dispensary and you have a plethora of things, there's always one thing that catches my eye. Like, one, it'll either be concentrates or flour. Mine's usually concentrates and edibles. What's okay. yours? Flowers. Flour. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Is there a certain. I'm, I'm one of those like, that will turn on the light and just stare at it <laughs> and then smell it and then decide if I Love want that. it or not, you know? And yeah. Yeah, and and then like I'll ask question about it, but sometimes when you go to dis- the dispensary, they're mm-hmm. just hiring people that just sells, you know. Yeah, but yeah. if you can get somebody that knows what they're selling and what it does, mm-hmm. it's a game changer. There's yes. a, I think it's called Cannabis Refinery. It's right here in the Edmond. Yes, you know, love cannabis. Yeah, no, I love they're cannabis. They're the coolest refinery. people there. Yeah, they're like cool. Like it's like three or four dude, and there was one chick. And the moment I walk in, instantly they're like, "Hey man, what are you looking for?" Like you know, and I was like, "Oh man." You know, just trying to get some flowers. And then he go, what, for what, you know, that you want it for? And then I told him, I was like, oh, just to relax. So he just started pulling things out. Love that. Yeah. They're good people at Cannabis Refinery. If you guys haven't checked them out, definitely do. My friend, I don't know if you know Blake Wilson. He he would be he would have been the guy with glasses there. A tall, skinny dude with glasses. He's my friend that works there. He's the manager and he's cool as hell. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, So do you have a (laughs) daily cannabis routine? I do. What is it? <laughs> like when you, like from the time you get up in the morning, like yeah. what do you do? Like, for, and then like throughout your day. Well, I have a pen. So I, I always hit the pen mm-hmm. when I wake up and stuff like that. But like. What brand? Ha- yeah. What brand do you like? Dang. <laughs> we got to know. <laughs> no, I, I just go and read my, uh, to be honest, when it comes to carts, I just buy them because they've got deals and stuff. So yeah. I don't, like, pay attention to it. Okay. But, I understand that. Yeah. yeah. What are you chiefing on right now? Ooh, I think it's um, G Kittles or Skittles. It's like, a, and it starts with mm-hmm. a Z, but mm-hmm. it's like Skittles. Okay. Nice. But that's the flavor. Okay. It's you, pretty good. I like love it. Love that. That's we can awesome. figure out the brand later. Yeah. We'll see it. <laughs> there you go. Anyways, continue your... Cannabis journey. So you hit the pen in the morning. I like hitting the pen mm-hmm. in the morning. <laughs> so like, if I'm going to work, I'll hit my pen. You know, I ain't trying to smoke. I only smoke after work, you know, when I get off and Same. just, you know, unwind and stuff. So like I said, I roll. It's very therapeutic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. Yeah, so throughout the day, so throughout the day, you don't, you don't use cannabis. Like when you're working, you don't. 
Or do you do you hit your pen throughout the day? And like when you come home, you roll joints. Mm-hmm. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. I feel like when I hit my pen, it's nice because I feel like I can control my high a little bit more yeah. because I feel mm-hmm. like my pen high lasts like thirty minutes max versus like flour can last up to an hour sometimes. Yeah, obviously edibles and concentrates are out of the question. Yeah, but that's the nice thing about pen is that you can go through the day with the it. convenience yeah. of a pen. yes and that's what it's like, it is. The, like a quick hit yes you, go on. you don't have to go out the back door and like have a joint yeah. that's yeah. stinky you know yeah. like this is mm-hmm. i mean give or take pens can be stinky some of them smell really you know yeah. dank but um yeah. so since but, you go but like on the off day yeah on my off day it's like when i wake up obviously i smoke a blunt i hit my bunk <laughs> Love that. but i Right hand to God, like I clean in the morning, so mm-hmm. I get up. I'm very OCD, so yeah. I make my bed and stuff like that. Love that. And oh, those are good habits. And I, yeah. I can't say I do that. And I then when to. I'm done, yeah, then I roll and then just sit there, and everything's all clean. Ooh, and you get to I'm smoke while you're yeah, watching it. Nonstop. And you just I get to un- you un- yeah you unwind. And then it you know then. me, I go eat. Yes. Or occasionally just take a little trip. I go to Dallas. Mm-hmm. Yes, he's a big traveler. He was in Japan last year. Mm-hmm. He went Japan, to Japan, China, yeah, Philippines. like so Heck cool. Yeah. And I'm yeah. supposed to be in Europe right now. Been fucking COVID. Fucking yeah, pandemic. <laughs> it's horrible. Then, yeah, COVID just kills it. I know, oh, man. Wow. <laughs> Amsterdam. I was gonna go to Amsterdam. Oh man, that would have wow. been so You know me. I would have bought so many cool. goodies. Back. Oh my gosh, that would have been so dope. It's. I feel like that's on all of our list. I know. Mm. I know. Soon come. Should we maybe we can go all together. That would be fun. That's make. That'd be I such know, a fun. Gr- so if you did right like now? a fun group oh trip, God. that would be so fun. So fun. I mean, by yourself is awesome too, though. Like, yeah. don't you cannot forget that independent experience. But the more the merrier. Sometimes, yeah, especially with cannabis. Yeah. Um. So, is there something you find yourself investing more in than others when it comes to cannabis, like glass, flour, concentrates, glass? Yeah, I love that. I do. Um, I like to get the best quality of yeah. things. So, mm-hmm. like, I'll get the highest strain. A uh, high THC strain, mm-hmm. and like then when I get a bong, I want to get the best. Yeah, because I want the best hit. Yes, I so feel that. I'm not lying. From that first moment that I hit that blunt, mm-hmm. like the wheel away, because yeah. I did smoke in the past. Like when I was like 12, I literally did that and and puffed it yeah. out. I really didn't embrace it, you uh-huh. know? but then like when I hit that first blunt for the first time, where I inhaled it. And actually embrace it. Yeah, it never. I never went back. So I always want to try better and better. You know? Yes, and so. yeah. So do you find? Do you like blunts better than joints? Uh, I mean, let's be real. Nothing hits like a blunt. We all know that. Yeah. But some people prefer joints, and I know like. The cola boys, that's all they smoke is joints. They don't. Yeah. But granted, if I had flour that good, I wouldn't smoke my flour out of blunts either. But right? mm-hmm. it just it just depends on the mood. Like honestly, like rolling the. Therapeutic, yeah. Bong, same way, but mm-hmm. bong, you just you just lean back, you just smoke, and you don't have to like. And the, it just asks yourself, you know. Yeah. You just, you just chill. You together, yeah. Are you an OCD cleaner of your bongs and pieces? I am not. I need to be better about that. How do you? What do you Soup, clean yours with? Um, rubbing alcohol. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, hot water. Um, depending on what kind of glass it is, I mm-hmm. usually get like a hot pot, like a big pot, mm-hmm. put hot water in it, yeah. and just let it soak. Okay. Like, for example, if you're dabbing, uh-huh. you put it in hot water, it would just, you know, it would take it off and get a Q-tip yeah. to reach in the area uh-huh. you can't reach and get a rubbing alcohol and it nice. comes right off. I see. I'm horrible about cleaning my pieces, uh, yeah. like the worst, and I need to be better about that. So, so the hookah that I have right mm-hmm. now, 
I've had it for three years. Oh, wow. And it still looks like it's brand It's new. the Fumo? <laughs> that thing is so freaking cool. You can put, like, fruit and shit in it. It's, I don't. I honestly like don't know shit about hookah. Like I just remember back in the day when we used to go to the hookah bars. Like oh yeah, I like never like I didn't ever like to smoke. Like I never. Yeah. I was the person who was just like y'all can smoke anything, but like if yeah. I don't have a desire to do yeah. that. But when we go into the hookah bars and I brought a hit every once in a while, I feel like it like burned my throat. Thank like you. I yeah. just wanted Thank to you. cough every time. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care what flavor it was. Yeah. I was just like, I don't like this. It's kind of like smoking. Like I've chalk. only smoked a cigar once, but it's kind of like smoke because you can't like hold the smoke in because then you choke on it. Yeah. I yeah. think, am I right? I haven't smoked hookah in a Anyways, long Anyways, I just don't but care to mess with that. <laughs> the hookah. <laughs> well, I might change your mind. Though, okay, no, Fumo, yeah, I'm open. I know you all like cannabis. This is cannabis. We're not talking yeah. about hookah, though, but yeah. like the hookah that I have is all glass. Like literally like everything's all glass and metal. And um, it's stainless steel metal. And every time I smoke out of that, it's just smooth. Mm, but that. the one that at the hookah bar or the hookah lounge... They have, like, the metal one, and they don't clean it properly. Like, if you mm-hmm. gave me that and I cleaned it, I bet there would be some nasties. Well, it's they like, need to make yeah. sure they're freaking yeah. doing that. You know what? You you could literally start a business and go into hookah bars and ask them, like, hey, when was the last time you guys cleaned? <laughs> yeah. I'm here trying to start a damn business. <laughs> no, you're here for business. Yeah. Like, if they could literally pay you to, like, clean, yeah. that's a good yeah. thought. Brandon, should we start a business? Because who does that? <laughs> who does that? And how often are they doing that? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> so, like, me and Adrian, we went to Hubbly Bubbly, and, you know, n- nothing against Hubbly Bubbly, but, like, after we were done smoking, Adrian started throwing up. Oh, she wow. was, like, throwing up so bad. Oh, wow. And me, too. And, like, I had, like, a weird feeling. I go, man, I feel like they didn't clean that hookah. And so we stopped going. I Probably. I believe uh, it. Thankfully <laughs> so. Yeah. I would have done the same thing. That's the turn off. So let's switch the script a little bit and talk about some culture. So you said your family doesn't know. You're from Pakistan. You were born there. You moved here when you were three. I moved here when I was four. So we have something in common. Um, So you said your family, do they know that you have a med card? No. Okay. I mean, I would think they figured it out, but. And you're the baby of seven, right? So, I mean, People who are listening to this have heard the story so many times, but obviously I work in the cannabis industry. I work at a dispensary. And for the first three months, my dad didn't know. No, for the first three months, my mom didn't know. For the in four months, my dad didn't know. Six months, my sister and brother didn't know. Um, because I just kind of kept it under wraps because it's I know how the culture is. I know yeah, the perspective. It's a lot of pressure. It's, it's yeah, upon. a lot of pressure. It's really frowned upon. And it's like you're doing something wrong, but they just don't understand. No, and they don't. And yeah. it's honestly, it's mm-hmm. taken me a long time to even get my parents to understand. And yesterday I was having a conversation with my mom and I was like, mom, all I do is smoke weed. And I was like, and like, it's not bad because I'm using it for medicinal reasons. And because I have my med card, I was like, nobody can really tell me anything. And she was like, yeah. you know what? You're right. You just. Have, she, I feel like you have to legal. open. Yeah. It's not like you're breaking the law. Exactly. Anything. Right. And, and we like, have. We're a different generation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like we are. Like our parents. Yeah. And like I know it's different. Like yeah. in every culture, mm-hmm. but they just sometimes are just never going to understand. Yeah. And mm-hmm. you can open their minds if mm-hmm. they're open to it. Yeah. But it's yeah. kind of walking on eggshells. Do you even think that's trying to do that? a bridge you'll ever cross and tell your siblings about? 
It's okay if not. I just, I'm I mean, curious just because I love to I, know. I've told them that I smoke weed. Okay. You know, I just never told them that I have a card, you know. Yeah. It's none of the business. Exactly. No, I feel <laughs> that. I 100% <laughs> But, like, I'm that. a grown man, you know. But, like, if I, when I was younger, like I said, that's why I didn't do weed. Mm-hmm. I fun and smoke. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know. Yeah. Because I have my brother that I looked up to, and mm-hmm. I know they wouldn't like that. But now yeah. that I'm grown, I can make my own, you know. Decisions. And you understand Your money. Like, yeah. Like, if it's my life. mom mm-hmm. or my dad, yeah, I'll be scared. Yeah. yeah. I'll be like, you know, I don't know how they yeah. take it. Mm-hmm. Right. Because... In the brown community, it's all about how people view you as. Yes. So, like, if you do something wrong and, you know, mm-hmm. everyone's talking about, about it, everybody's going to yeah. talk about it. Oh, so you know, nosy. Yeah. It's so dramatic. You know? Yeah, exactly. And it's just like, ugh, They overdo the it. It's like, yeah. oh, they do that? Oh, really? Yeah, go, but then, like, it's, a, yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah. one of those um, soap shows. It's yeah. literally like a soap, soap opera, straight up. But then if somebody says something about their kids, it's like... Yeah, Don't talk about my kids. Like, how I've, dare I've you? Experience this with Sab. Like, this, like the the, that's like literally, literally how I feel like I can be in on this conversation because <laughs> I'm like, I know, <laughs> I've talked about that. Uh, <laughs> well, my friends will say the same thing. Like my best friend growing up, and um, they they're Mexican, obviously, because <laughs> I grew up in California. And um, my mama always say, you know, watch out for you know the the. Pork, obviously, the food, don't eat it because I have pork, you mm-hmm, know? Right. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, don't drink the beer because, you know, that's haram, you know, yeah. when I eat it. I mm. mean, it's frowned upon. Yeah. And um, I don't get back, mom, I won't. And then what's crazy is my best friend know that, and they don't cook pork. They don't, you know, it's all yeah. the alcohol. Mm-hmm. Until we became old enough, mm-hmm. but since it's not against their religion, they drink, you know, yeah. and, you know, they eat pork or whatever, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And so... <clears throat> So when I go over it, it just they change everything for me. That's really nice. Yeah, that is really nice. That's dope. Uh, I feel like my it's nice to have a circle like that because I mean my friends are the same. It's I'm so grateful to have a circle that's so tight knit. Where yeah. growing up, when I wasn't allowed to do a lot of things, they would look at me a little crazy, but they would be like, "Okay, like no big deal. We'll we'll." Yeah. mold around you yeah. and they always did that but they never made me feel any lesser than them which yeah. is I feel like so important especially growing up as a different color from a different country and being an immigrant mm-hmm. it's a lot of pressure to try and fit in yeah. but I feel like it's nice to have those circles where even with cannabis when I smoked it was with um some of Brandon's family members and it was because I was comfortable with them and they didn't make me feel stupid or anything like that. It was very like one of my first times was smoking with them and it was very comfortable and very, you know, just like I've also done Saba since we were in fifth grade. Yeah. So like (laughs) she's grown up with my family. She's like a sister to like my dad, everybody. So, Um, yeah. So do you find in our community, there are a lot of undercover stoner kids or do you think even amongst our generation, like between people our age, it's frowned upon? Dun, dun, and there's dun. not a right or wrong answer. This yeah. is just your perspective. I mean, just kind of like you were saying, even with your mom, like you yeah. said, you kind of knew, like, do you feel like there's other people mm-hmm. like that who you're just like, they're not going to say anything, but I know. I know. Yeah. That's a tough question. It's okay. We can, can, you, can you ask yeah. me again? Though? Yeah, so I'll I- ask you. I'll ask you. <laughs> we'll come back. Yeah, we'll come back to it. Um, Let's see. Where am I? Um. Let's see. Okay, if you could change any stigma about cannabis, what would it be? Let's start there. If I can change any stigma about cannabis, damn, or break a stigma that is bad for you, that it's not really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's if, what we're here for. Mostly, no. Like I always say, try 
I mean, what is it? Try it before you knock it. You know? Yeah. Yes. You can't knock but, it before yeah, you try you it. Yeah. You can't knock it before you try it. And um, I used to be the one of those guys, oh, that's bad. Don't do it. You know, yeah. Same. My mom. Same. Same. Because oh, no. it's the way you Don't were raised. Programmed. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. you're gonna you know ruin your life. <laughs> Literally ruin your life. Ruin That's your so life. funny. And then <laughs> so fucking relatable. Then fast forward it, I was already ruining my life without it. Yeah. Right? And you know, yeah. My, my homie was like, hey man, just take a hit. And, you know, and I actually tried. I mean, what it can't hurt me anymore. Exactly. You know? More than yeah. what I've already yeah. done. Yeah. yeah. Like I was already on the verge of, you know, quitting just everything. It, and then like I cried. I remember that because I didn't know. I had no choice. I had no other option. Yeah. My family was already, they won't even understand. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Can't talk to anybody about yeah. it, really. Yeah. I feel that. So like, like, when I lost my mom, it was probably the hardest thing I've been through in my life. Mm-hmm. Everything. Yeah. What, how, when did you lose her? Huh? What's that? When well, did you lose her? Okay. Just uh, fresh out of high school. I oh, was wow. a year out of high school. So. Mm, yeah, that's really so rough. Like, Sorry yeah. to hear that. And yeah. Then, and then me, you know, like I was going to college and I was working. And I'm figuring out what I want to do with my mm-hmm. life. Right, that's it's one of the hardest life. things yeah. to do. We're yeah. still figuring that yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah. But then, you know, like in that moment, I was like, "Oh crap, it's so much." Because mm-hmm. now you get to decide what do you want to do. You want to go to college? Mm-hmm. Do you don't have that, anyone you know? over you telling yeah. you that, mm-hmm. and it's a and lot. Then, and it was just me and my mom because all my brother, they up and got married, and yeah. you know they got their own mm-hmm. family. But before, when my dad was alive, everybody lived in the house. Yeah. Even if you're married, you're staying in the house. Mm Because that's just how my dad liked it. But when my dad passed away, my mom, just it was just me and my mom. Right. Yeah. So you got to build that extra special connection with her. And that's why I'll be posting stuff about my mom because it's like the, like, I miss her, you know? Yeah. She's the type of person that understood me. Like, if if I can choose my mom and marijuana, I would choose my mom because Mm -hmm. my mom... Just knew how to heal me and like yeah. marijuana is. She has that motherly yeah. touch. Yeah, exactly. That can never mm-hmm. be That's replaced. Yeah. yeah, that can never be replaced. Uh-huh. So like, you know, when you break the stigma, like, here is a, is a I'm a person, you know, and mm-hmm. I've been through a lot, and I'm telling you, yeah, I don't even, I don't remember the last time I was sad. Yeah. Like when I've been smoking. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, that you can crazy? say that. Yeah. I'm like what? Yeah. I mean, I, I cried when I see my mom picture, yeah. but I wasn't sad. Yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, mom, I'm going to see you. Yeah. You know and, I mean? yeah. And then you smoke mm-hmm. about it yeah. and you're like, yeah. yeah. And then and you think about all the positive all things. The things. All yes. the good things. Yes. I, yeah. It puts it's you like in a place thoughts, you need to be. I yeah. swear. And like, I smoke different strain, left and right, sativa, indica, hybrid, mm-hmm. whatever. And literally nothing made me sad. Love like, that. I can listen to a yeah. sad song and be like, damn, okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Instead right. of being sad. Yeah. You, know? yeah. Like, you might get in your feelings, yeah, but, like, right. nothing and then, like, that messes you up. Yeah. That's, that's beautiful. I love and to hear that. marijuana, like, allows you and, like, helps you do that. Yeah. Versus, like, I feel like if you were drinking, it just kind of takes you in that dark oh, hole true. and it you does. just get it's so sad. Make you angry. down. I mean, yeah. it makes you do something stupid or mm-hmm. it makes you, you know, hurt Do yourself. shit you don't remember. Yeah. I mean, you can't. I can't yeah. say that with cannabis. Yeah, like, I, know, I don't literally. black out from cannabis. No, you yeah, know. Never. I mean, we would take a nap and wake up. Yeah, but that's a healthy nap. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now I gotta go eat. Thank yeah. you, marijuana. <laughs> I love that. Um, so my last question for you is gonna be: Is there something you haven't tried that you'd like to experience with cannabis? I know mine's a three-course meal from a, a chef. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and, like, and infused. Yeah, infused I know meal. that's like, I would love to have a three-course infused meal for my 30th birthday. Like, I want to 
hire a private chef. I want a dope-ass cabin in Colorado. I want all my people there, and I just want to be eating bomb food and getting really stoned. Yeah, (laughs) that sounds great. Groovy, baby. (laughs) Oh, like you're saying like getting high and then doing something? Just in anything with cannabis, really like, yeah, like have you, would you want to like see a grow? Like is there something? Do you want to smoke and then go skydiving? Yeah, (laughs) I don't know. Is there anything that you want to experience with cannabis that you have not done yet? Are deep. It's a deep question. That is a deep question. Yeah, no, no, it's actually a really good question. But there's mm-hmm. so many things I love to do. Yeah, you know? yeah. And there's so many things that I want to do. You like to travel? Example, you said skydiving, and yeah, travel. Yeah, you definitely go to Amsterdam. Yeah, that'll be the ultimate goal. Yes, which yeah. you'll get there soon. Yeah, you'll get there soon as soon as, soon like, as COVID's I'm gonna, over. I'm gonna get there. I already know. I, I'm, I'm the type that. I can't wait to do it. Yeah. I'm, I don't plan it. I just want to do it now. Yes. Know? Yeah. So, Live life on the edge. Yeah. Love that. <laughs> That's a good way to live. It's yeah. Like, like me being the youngest, and I'm, I'm, I want kids though, but mm-hmm. now that, you know, because I had an arranged marriage. Oh, okay. I posted on my Yes, yes, yes. But I had an arranged marriage. It only lasted five months. And that was another thing. Yeah. It lasted five brand, months. You know, mm-hmm. like, yeah. Sometimes being like too Pakistani, you just don't know what what you can expect from that side of a family. Yeah. Right. And then I can say the same for myself. Like my family, we have skeletons in the closet. We have people, mm-hmm. you know, you know, that done things, you know. Yeah. Right. People mm-hmm. still talk about it. Yeah. But yeah. Um, it's like, <clears throat> it just wasn't meant to be. Yeah. And so I feel that. When that happened, that also affected my relationship with my family and stuff like that. Yeah, I can see totally. that. I mean, it's it's hard though too because like you cannot force yeah. feelings. You cannot force something that's yeah. not meant to be there, mm-hmm. whether people understand it or, or not, not or look yeah. down upon or not. Like mm-hmm. at the end of the day, inside of you, like it's not happening. Yeah, yeah. I feel that. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> that was a really good conversation. Thank you so I much know. for being a part of our episode. Yeah, that was, this is a good, um, very diverse. I know. Which, which is needed. Yeah, I feel like this is one of our most diverse episodes, and we really appreciate you coming yeah. on and being a part Thanks of our journey. Thanks for being here. Yeah. Yeah. We're really then, excited to smoke in your cool <laughs> yeah, bong. Sure. <laughs> yeah, you guys will have to check the gram for the pictures, because yeah, that's what sure. we're about to go do. Bye. <laughs> So stay tuned for next week's episode of the Cannabis Hangout and stay medicated. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Season one of Dope History is now available at dopehistory.com. Dope History weaves you through the lives of those who have been touched by cannabis or have had an influence on the events that shaped our laws or relationships with this plant. You'll hear tales from Frenchie Cannoli, Keith Strop, Eddie Lepp, Tom Alexander, Ed Rosenthal, Wolf Seagull, Jorge Cervantes, and Tommy Chong. Available now at dopehistory.com.